This is Ari Kaplan, the day before Legal Week 2022. Alex Babin, I'm CEO and co-founder of Zero. Ari Trueheft, I'm the Chief Operating Officer of Litify. Darren Bardick, Vice President of Marketing for ONA. This is Dean Brown, CEO for iPro. Hadesh Bengalia, CEO of Jason Smith, Senior Director of Agreement Cloud Strategy at DocuSign. I'm Joshua Schnoll, Vice President of Marketing at Everlaw. Laura Keeley, the founder and CEO of Mediation. Laura Worcester, I am the head of communications at Disco. Lawrence Winters, Chief Community Officer at SharePoint Technologies. Lydia Fokini, Chief Marketing Officer at SharePoint Technologies. Ned Gannon, President of Ebrevia by Defense. Rakesh Madhava, I'm the founder and CEO of Nextpoint. Tim Follett, I'm the CEO and founder of StructureFlow. What are you looking forward to at Legal Week 2022? How has your mission changed? How has the pandemic impacted your approach? How has the business shifted over the course of the pandemic? How did your business adapt? How do you think legal tech has changed? Do you have a sense of how the industry has evolved over the last couple of years? First of all, I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of our customers here. We haven't seen in person in quite some time. Also, some of the vendors and third parties that we do business with. Being able to speak to people, engage with people, it's really just exciting. I'm looking forward to talking with the attendees about how the remote workplace has changed during the pandemic and over the last few years, and how the explosion of collaboration, communication, and content applications are being used more and more how it's affecting privacy, information governance, e-discovery practices, and how it's really becoming a huge problem for companies because there's a ton of data and it's only getting worse. You know, we've always done well with supporting our customers, but there's never anything better than eye-to-eye, face-to-face, sitting over a beer, having a discussion about what's really keeping people up at night. I love the human piece. This year is very unique. Folks will get a chance to understand and see where the market is today, who's doing what, Getting an assessment in a virtual environment is more difficult than a physical environment. There's also going to be an opportunity for human connection. And also I think we're going to start to see some themes emerge in terms of where the market's going from a technology perspective and what it is that the customers are looking for and what they're looking to solve for. I've been coming to legal tech, I still refer to it, for a good 20 years. And it's always fun to meet people that you talk to all year long and interact with, and then really to see what everyone's doing. What are the hot topics? Making sure that what we're talking about in the industry is really what everybody's really concerned with. Our focus at Legal Week is sustainable dispute resolution, and I'm really looking forward to putting a spotlight on what people can do now to actually move towards sustainability, particularly in arbitration and mediation, where we know there's a massive carbon footprint. And we're sort of in phase two of the pandemic now where we've gone beyond generic tools to actually purpose-built tools to assist litigators and arbitrators and mediators to do this effectively for the long term. A lot of exciting news coming across the industry and I'm just really glad that we're back here making these great connections and advancing legal technology forward. I've been in New York many times but never attended Legal Week so really excited to see everybody, uh, see what all has happened over the last two years, especially uh, where the technology has advanced. Looking forward to just seeing all of the new technology. I think when you look at the array of exhibitors and just the types of new companies that we're going to see, I'm excited to learn more. I think that it really talks to how legal tech has evolved. Super excited to get together with current and prospective clients. Looking forward to the thought leadership as always at Legal Week and speaking on a a panel with a number of our current clients. 
demand for automation increased fivefold. So people don't have the same resources right now when they were working in the office and law firms are investing into automation to help the legal professionals much more now. We do enterprise-grade implementations, like large implementations for law firms and corporate legal departments. Um, prior to the pandemic, there was a lot of work being done in person, and we kind of panicked when everything got shut down. And it was actually just a remarkable breath of fresh air that the customer's expectations around what a deployment should look like was able to somehow shift into this virtual deployment. The amount of resources and the amount of time and focus we're able to get out of these deployments is like a thousand times better than it used to be um, because less travel, uh, more time focusing uh, with the customer, and it's, it's been really interesting. We're in the middle of executing on a digital first strategy, just as a company, like our own internal team. We've always had a global workforce, but now everyone's remote from the office. It's really made us step back and look, most importantly, about how we keep connected as a group, how we get connected as a team, and how do we connect really well with our customers and with our partners. And it's exciting to actually kind of reinvent it. So it's a real opportunity, I think, for everybody. You know, the volumes are just continuing to scale, whether it's actual matters, things like that, but more importantly, the, the volume of data has only picked up pace. We, tell, we all joke about Zoom. Zoom throws off millions of pieces of information that are you know, potentially discoverable, and it just goes on and on and on. At the end of the day, we adapted pretty well. Uh, it did take a minute for us to adjust to the norm at that time, and in finding our way, we've made a lot of progress in terms of def defining where we want to go as an organization and what we see as market opportunities as we look ahead to the next 12, 24, 36 months. The pandemic has shown what we've all been preaching for a number of years, which is, you know, there are things you can do virtually that you don't necessarily need to do in person or on paper. And there's a lot of resistance, I think, leading up to it. I think the pandemic kind of pushed at least all of the late adopters into sort of forced to use the things that they hadn't necessarily been ready to adopt. A lot of folks have been converted. The bar has been set differently and I don't think we're going to retreat back to the way things were. Obviously, remote work was not necessarily like fully embraced within the legal industry, and I think we've seen that full embrace occur. And so I think what you're seeing is sort of lots of changes in some of the core technology that's needed to be able to enable that. That's already happened. So now thinking about how do you continue that? How do you sort of build upon what's been created already? So that's definitely something uh, certainly seeing for sure. So five years ago when I started saying the most important thing I can do is stop people flying around to resolve disputes, it was about the conversation about enablement. How can this happen? Is this going to be effective online? Can you do mediation and arbitration online? What the pandemic has done is get rid of the can we. We know we can. It's just now about the will we and how do we do this effectively. And you know, everybody now accepts, I think, that this is the future, but the future is here. It's been really interesting to watch how legal departments have really needed to accelerate digital transformation. feel like a lot of the nice conservative multi-year plans to really get to the cloud and embrace AI, once everyone had to go and work from home, all of that had to be expedited. So a lot of really thoughtful research and evaluation, but it's no longer a matter of if, but it's when and how quickly departments really need to transform. 
In some ways, it's been interesting. So we went to the ILTA show. While there were fewer people there, we did find the conversations were deeper. So I think folks are open to spending more time uh, in depth in the pandemic environment. It's been a real accelerant for the use of a cloud-based service. I mean, I think we're along with anything that was cloud-based immediately gained new relevancy. And I think that was the same for us. People doing remote depositions, working remotely, being able to prepare for hearings and arbitrations like on a cloud-based service. So unfortunately, it was a huge accelerant for our business. It's been a little bit of a double-edged sword. At the start, obviously, uh, people didn't know what to expect. So purse strings were tightened, budgets tightened. But how it's played out, it's been a big enabler. Made people think about doing things more efficiently, how people can work together, even if they're not in the same room. It's forced people to focus in on how things can be improved. Alex, thank you. Thank you, Ari. Ari, thank you. No problem. Great to speak to you, Ari. Darren, thank you. No, thanks, Ari. I appreciate the time with you. Dean, thank you. My pleasure, Ari. Take care. Haresh, thank you. Thank you, Ari. Jason, thank you. Absolutely. Joshua, thank you. Great to be here. Laura, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Lawrence, thank you. Thank you. Lydia, thank you. <laughs> thank Not you, Ari. Laura, thank you. Thank you. Ned, thank you. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Rakesh, thank you. You bet. Tim, thank you. It's a pleasure.